Al-Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace be upon him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Salatu wa Salamu ala Rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Continue our lessons in the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with our main aim and goal trying to follow his example and learning from his life as Allah told us in the Quran لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Verily in the Messenger of Allah, we have the best example, the best role model. But I don't need to look anywhere else, we have the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that's one of our intentions for these lessons, to learn from his life and the life of his companions who were his students, radiallahu anhum. In the past few lessons we've been speaking about the techniques or the tactics that the pagans of Mecca, the kuffar of Mecca were using against the da'wah, against the Prophet sallallahu and the believers. And we know that these tactics, they weren't working. So all these types of things they were using and, and, and inshallah in the upcoming lessons we'll summarize this topic because it's very, very important because this doesn't change. People think this is a seerah, this is past, not going to happen. It's happening again and it's going to continue to happen. Such as diversion tactics, such as propaganda, such as discrediting the Prophet وسلم, the companions, the Qur'an even, and such as torture, persecution. We see that happening around the world today. We ask Allah to aid our brothers and sisters and even killing. We see that. We ask Allah to destroy the enemies of Allah wherever they may be. So these tactics were not working. So this really frustrated the kuffar of Mecca. And we didn't mention all the tactics they were using. They would do stuff like get people not to pay attention to the Qur'an. So they don't want to listen to the Qur'an. They would demand miracles in a mocking manner. They would ask the Prophet ﷺ to bring miracles. But out of what? Out of making fun of the Prophet ﷺ and the believers. They would mock the Qur'an. They would mock the one who sent down the Qur'an and who the Qur'an was revealed to. To that level, my dear brothers. So this is not new what we see today. So much so that all these tactics weren't working. What did it lead to? Persecution. Physical persecution. But there's a few points we must keep in mind when we speak about the torture and the persecution in Mecca. It was a tribal society. So the strong from the Quraysh, they were the only ones allowed to persecute or harm or touch people on their level or, or lower. But the weak, they would get attacked by all from the kuffar of Mecca. And, and we're going to see this, especially the slaves, the weak Muslims, the ones who had no tribal support. And we're going to see this in some upcoming examples. So they're... Victims of choice, we can say, were the weak Muslims who had no protection. They were not from the nobility and especially the slaves. So they wanted to send out a lesson, the kuffar of Mecca. Their, their goals were they wanted to torture the Muslims to make them what? Abandon their religion. They also wanted to set an example of the weak Muslims so they can frighten the other Muslims who had some sort of protection to send the message out. And they also wanted to vent their anger and frustration. Now, there's a hadith by Abdullah ibn Masood, he gives us a snapshot or a picture of what was happening at that time. He said, the first group to openly proclaim their Islam consisted of seven people. The Messenger of Allah وسلم, Abu Bakr, Ammar, Ammar's mother Sumaya, Suhaib, Bilal, and Al-Miqdad. As for the Messenger of Allah وسلم, Allah protected him through his uncle Abu Talib. And we've spoken about that before. As for Abu Bakr, Allah protected him through his people, through his clan. As for the rest of them, the Quraysh took them, dressed them in armor made of iron, 
and melted them in the sun. Melted them in the sun. And from those who were punished from the weak and from the slaves was Bilal, عن, the famous companion, the Mu'addin of the Prophet Muhammad And we know that his, his owner was who? Who was his master? Umayyah bin Khalaf, one of the biggest criminals in Mecca, we can say. One of the leaders of Kufr in Mecca. What did they used to do? They gave him to the children who went around in the valleys of Mecca. He was tied with a rope around his neck. But even though they were calling him to Kufr, he would say, Ahadun Ahad, Ahadun Ahad. So they would bring him out at noon when it was the hottest part of the day and they would throw him on his back on the burning sand and they would put a heavy rock on his chest. Then they would tell him, disbelieve in Muhammad, disbelieve in Allah and deny the Prophet But what would he say? What would he do? He would say, Ahadun Ahad, Ahadun Ahad, declaring the oneness of Allah, reaffirming his faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we know later on, he was freed by Abu Bakr for the sake of Allah. And later on, he became uh, one of the greatest Muslims. And we know he, in the end of the day, had the last laugh, even in the, in the dunya sense, when he killed his master at the Battle of Badr, which inshallah we will discuss. Also, Ammar and his father Yasir and his mother Sumayya, they would all be punished by the Banu Makhzum tribe, of which Abu Jahl, the leader of Kufr in Mecca, the Pharaoh of this Ummah, he was the leader of, he would take them out to the hot sands of the desert at noon and torture them. And the Prophet ﷺ, he saw them being tortured and he advised them, he comforted them saying, Sabran ala yasir fa'inna maw'idakum al-jannah. Wa'abshiru ala yasir fa'inna maw'idakum al-jannah. Be patient or glad tidings to you, O family of Yasir, for indeed your appointment, your destination is Jannah. And we all know that Sumayya was the first martyr in Islam. She died, she was killed by a lance, a spear by Abu Jahl. May Allah give him what he deserves. And later after that, a short time later, Yasir also was killed, radiallahu anhum. And then Ammar, as we know, he continued to be tortured after his parents died, radiallahu an, and they were trying to make him renounce his deen, renounce his faith to say words of kufr. He, he stood up to it for a while until eventually he said what the Quraysh wanted him to say. Then he went to the Prophet, وسلم, who said to him, what happened to you? Ammar said, something bad, a messenger of Allah. I was not let go until I reviled you, meaning I spoke bad about you and spoke well of their gods. Prophet then said to him, how do you find your heart? Ammar said, it is at rest with Iman. Prophet said to him then, if they do that again, do the same as you did. And then as we know, Ayat and Surah Al-Nahl came down regarding this as well. Uh, and he was a person of faith, even though he said those words. And the ulama derived from this many, many rulings which they have discussed. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.